G'day, Ads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, eSport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokedads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. What's up, Pokédads? Welcome to another exciting episode of Pokédads, a Pokémon TCG podcast. Your number one spot for anything you can think of Pokémon TCG related. Is it metas? Is it decks? Is it about news? Is it about cards? Is it about just opening up a little bit of cardboard and actually get a piece of cardboard in your booster pack? I know, fucking crazy. I'll have a story about that in a little bit. And uh, hit us up on our text line at 815-782-0202 for question of the week, your polls, whatever you want to ask us. Because right now, it's all about Pokemon Go, and I would love to see all those radiant polls. I'm your host, Pokedad Rick, and with me today is... Pokedad Intern Drew. Hey, welcome back, you beautiful son of a bitch. How are you? Oh, man, I am exhausted, but I am happy to be back and hanging out with the dads. Yeah, the dads. Yeah. No, no, Polka Dad Aaron, he messaged me like five minutes before we were going to do this, and he's like, I forgot I'm going to play the new Monster Hunter expansion. And I was like, okay. Like what am I gonna do? If if you're it's like if you're uh, not into it, I'm not gonna have you just sit on the pod and just crying and be like, oh my myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly, I thought um, us doing this wasn't gonna happen. The holiday weekend is like right here. It's we got so much going on, and then you with work, you have just been slammed the last two weeks. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it has been okay. So I guess we'll kind of dive into how my week was. Uh, I've been working all the days, all the weeks, and all the hours, uh, just to kind of put it mildly. Uh, I'm exhausted, and I actually had to schedule myself like a little therapy appointment to kind of rack my head around the stress that I'm under and uh, kind of departmentalize, you know, what was needing to be prioritized and. Um, my mental health was one of them. So I took a break from the pod last week to kind of do that for myself and, you know, kind of get back into the swing of things. But because of my funky hours, I have had a lot of time to play uh, PTCGO. So I've gotten to experiment with a lot of decks and play a lot of uh, Urshifu Samurott that I know that the Discord is kind of uh, interested in, which has been a lot of fun to watch other people play it and other people ask questions, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I am mentally and physically exhausted. The 4th of July week always kind of hammers us and it takes a little bit of, uh, of teamwork to kind of get it done. And unfortunately my team really likes calling in. So I've been doing a lot of extra work, 
Uh, but other than that, man, I'm alive, I'm kicking, and I'm happy to be back on the show. I, f- I feel, I feel, uh, I do feel you. I, you know, I was in the grocery business for 13 years, a couple of years as a grocery manager. Um, Fourth of July, Memorial Day are my two least favorite um, days to work those weekends, and hands down. Like, you know, Thanksgiving's rough. It is, but like, you know, it's Thursday. You get that Thursday off. Blah blah blah. Leading up to making sure you have all the shit. But when it comes to like soda, barbecue sauces, meats, all this stuff coming at, it's like it's oh, and you don't want to overshoot ordering stuff because then you have that shit forever. So it's always like that fine line. And I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. So I'm sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it's 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 all good. Uh, as long as I'm getting paid, then uh, it funds my Pokemon habits and we're good to go. Um, outside of working a lot, though, are you and the wife going to be able to enjoy some fireworks or do you have to work on the fourth also? Yeah. No, my dad's coming back into town, so he's going to barbecue. And we're going to go hang out at the parents' house for a little bit. Um because of the holiday, I do get two connected days off in a row for the first time in like three weeks. So that's nice as heck. And uh, yeah, just going to hang out, maybe go take the dog out and maybe take him swimming or something. Because he has uh, he's been just as cooped up as I have been because my that hours sounds... have been very funky. <laughs> um, we're switching Finn from his crib to his uh, toddler bed. Uh, this past week and it's been hell um <laughs> it's it's been that's it's a nice way to say it um i developed kind of like a bad habit um he's separation anxieties with me so uh it's hard for shannon to jump in without him screaming his head off and just before jumping on this pod um i was in the bed with him with shannon and he was upset that shannon was in the bed with us so um yeah, that's 100% my bad, and you know we're trying to work through it. But right now, it seems like the mom has gotten to calm down, and we're able to record the pod. Um, outside of that, um, things were things are good. Um, we're going to Springfield on Sunday for, uh, to go hang out with one of her older friends for uh, like a Fourth of July party. So uh, it's like a three-hour drive from us from here to you know Southern Illinois, but. Hopefully Finn is okay. But outside of that, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't want to keep boring you guys. And uh, before we get into, say, that Pokemon, we're going to talk about NAIC. Um, we didn't get a chance to do the Metacall, so here's our like little small motion of the NAIC. And we'll talk about the four decks. Not entirely what they were, but let's give it up to Azul GG for taking the whole thing with um, that deck the deck that i know rcs and flying pikachu so that is correct yeah um i watched pretty much like that whole weekend and it would, and it was it was hard because it was also emma's weekend so i would have my phone out and like trying to be sneaky about it so shannon be like what's more important family hanging out or pokemon and i'd be like it's for the pod <laughs> it's it's pokemon i love you but i'm sorry and it's Pokemon. <laughs> so um, it, it was, you know, up and coming Isaiah Bred- Bredner. Bradnar? Bradnar. Isaiah Bradner, so, yeah. Yeah, Bradner. Um, up and coming versus Azul. We had the, the 
you know, Palkia deck doing its thing versus a deck that was pretty much the counter of the Palkia deck. And I felt for sure it was going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy for Azul. But game one uh, got me a little scared because of his uh, his bad start. So, And then what, game three? When it gave, uh, gave Isaiah, um, was it four mulligans? Yep, I was like, come on. Four. <laughs> yeah, and uh, after, after listening to a little bit of a discussion about Isaiah's deck... Um, he did cut a Drizzile, so he was running a 3-3, uh, not Drizzile, a Sobble. So he was running a 3-3 line of Sobble, Drizzile, Shady Dealings. And having no basic Pokemon in that hand at the end was like a direct, you know, F you to not running that fourth Sobble. And yeah. it's uh, it feels bad, because out of all those four mulligans, he didn't have a basic Pokemon search, which ultimately cost him the game in the long scheme of things but you know he had opportunities to get back into it had he landed that choice belt after a marnie you know what turn four or five you know he could have taken out that pikachu and that would have been insane yeah well because it it was like four pieces and he got three of the four like i yeah i remember chip getting like super excited he's like wait does he have it oh no he he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't have the choice belt and i was like and that was the push and pull that I was really hoping to see the whole time. You know, both very outstanding players in their own right. Um, I was rooting for Isaiah just because I've been following that player this whole tournament season where he's gotten so close so many times and has fallen just short. That exciting weekend, I think, what was it? Um, not indie, but... Well, I thought it was maybe it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't oh. Salt Lake, no, because it was the weekend for Killer Bees, where the weekend the, for Killer. The, oh, yeah, so, the, where uh, the Beedrill decks all took over. Was it Jersey? You might be right there, I think um, because I yeah. know I know it was one of the North American ones, but yeah, he was a part of the crew running the Killer Bees that took over that whole weekend and really, really put a weird spin on the format, and then comes out with this Palkia deck and just tears it up, um, and. You know, there was, you know, no bad blood against Azul, but it's like, it felt really bad to see the matchup very heavily tilted against Isaiah, but I know when Isaiah gets his, it's going to be something special. And, you know, hats off to both players. They both played outstanding. Azul going 9-0 and day one is so sick. Uh, but yeah, man, it Just was hitting, very, very hitting exciting why you build the deck. Um, that's what, you know, sometimes it's the luck of the draw of who you play, for sure. Because, you know, his deck was built to going against uh, whatever you want to consider the best deck in format right now. And you played the counter. Um, sometimes you get lucky with matches, sometimes you don't. But uh, for me personally, I was rooting for Azul. Um, the last NAIC came in second. So I get that monkey off his back to win a big event outside of, of course, the five regionals this kid has won. Um, mm-hmm. in his Pokemon career to add that big the big one there um, I felt like that's you know maybe he's just more relaxed now uh, yeah of course 10k is nice in, in my pocket like that's mm-hmm. pretty sick um, and we'll get into later about like content creators and pushing it further but Isaiah is still young he's super young like he just oh, yeah. transferred over um, he's gonna be a, a problem for the Pokemon world for for a long time. Um, one thing that really bothers me about Isaiah, though, and this is not ripping on the guy. I'm not, I'm not ripping. I just hate how he handles his opponent's cards when he's looking through his discard pile. 
he like he like grabs him and he like flicks him with his thumb and like it drives me bonkers. I'm like, just just look at my cards, bro. Don't don't like bend my cards because <laughs> like I'm I'm okay bending my cards. You don't bend my cards. It's like, I don't know if it's a tick of his or whatever, but I'm just like, oh oh my god, it's like 45 degrees. What are you doing? <laughs> I feel I, I and I, this is just from you know watching Isaiah so many times on stream because the dude plays at top tables at every tournament, but he's just he's got a a weird body language, if you will, um, and I'm wondering if it's all methodical and it's and it's like routine to play a specific way every single time because he does the same he goes through the same motions with his deck with his opponent's discard pile. And just interacting with its opponent's cards the whole time, and kind of sits slumped over with a hand on the back of his neck, and I'm like, I'm wondering if this is just a full muscle memory, like playstyle, you know, like understanding that like you are physically in this position, so you're also mentally in the position to navigate your and your opponent's deck. So it's it's just something I've kind of like noticed. I don't know if it plays very heavily into you know what occurs when you're at the table but it's like it's, it's just kind of a a weird thing to see as a spectator and it's something you don't see on ptcgo so it's like having all this live stuff back i don't know if there's been other players in the past who have also kind of had a weird posture when coming into the game too for sure for sure um i find out well i found out i kind of have like the same kind of posture as azul uh, he likes to keep his hand down and like fold his hands. Like I, I do that all the time. Like I, I'm no, I don't try to get fingy at all. Like I'll just, I'll just stay calm and let them do their thing. Um, I was like, I do that, and then I can see why other people are more fidgety and stuff like that. Or, or like Isaiah would be, say, he did a a Marnie or someone Marnied him. He doesn't look at his cards until this turn starts or something like that. I'm like, I'm like, oh. Um, I want to be thinking about my next move as fa- as like as fast as possible, you know. And then he's just like, looks at after a full turn and be like, okay, or um, or if they research or something like that, and they put down a seven and they go through each individual card to see what they pull. I'm like, I'm not right. like that either. I just count my seven, flip them over, and I'm like, okay, did I get what I needed or something like that? Like they're building up the suspense for themselves and the or and then they. Um, you know, if they're on the table or something, if they're on Twitch, they're like, oh, my God, is he going to pull it? Oh, it's card number five. He pulled it. He pulled what he did. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I found when when I'm playing, like, if I'm playing Arceus Bibarel or if I'm playing just anything that's not Shady Dealings, I'm typically okay kind of leaving my cards face down and more or less analyzing what my opponent's doing during their turn because there's nothing you could do post-Marnie. Exactly. You know, yeah. you got to watch them play out their turn. But if I'm playing Shady Dealings, I am 100% looking at the resources and seeing if I got into scoop up net level ball or anything to hopefully get myself back into a position. So it's, I don't know if it's something I've picked up for just using the Shady Dealings line for so long, but I always need to look at the cards post Marnie or post Roxanne um, when I'm playing Shady Dealings because I don't have the Bibarel to get myself that extra resource. No, exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Uh, moving on, we'll talk to the other top uh, top two, like we're the top four, um, Sander being Sander and, uh, brought in a, I guess you could, there were, oh, they were saying it like two different ways. They were calling it a stall Mew 
to uh, V Union and also Mill. And I was, I, which one would you, ah, oh, man, it was tough. I would call it stall, right? Like it's it's more of a stall and uh, and recycled deck, where yeah. you know you would put down a specific amount of resources back into the deck, and just kind of go through a, another loop, a lot like what we saw with uh, Umbreon, Whimsicott, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, but yeah, Milton same, same being idea. Able to yeah. Stave off a lot of the incoming damage was uh, was pretty neat. And um, we wouldn't expect anything less from Sander in that situation. Um, it's it's funny. Uh, you you look into it, and we knew that there was going to be something spicy going into Ohio. Like, we knew it. Like, people were going to play whatever they're going to play in Milwaukee, and then you're going to see something weird. And outside of, like, everything being very consistent, it's uh, the few players in Sander's group playing the Mew v, sorry, Mewtwo V Union, and... It's crazy. It's it's crazy to just see everyone getting super excited about it, and uh, the jokes on Twitter when you found a, a Mewtwo V Union box at a Walmart. It's saying, um, "Hold it for someone for a hundred bucks right now." Like, is you know? It's just, it's... <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, and and what's cool is with stall decks, especially when Sander pilots it, you're learning the ins and outs and the capabilities of this deck on stream because. He literally goes through all 60 cards in a game. Like, you you see all of the resources. Um, yep. And it's it's great for a lot of incoming players who are like, oh, I don't want to play Arceus or anything. Or, oh, the Shady Dealings line has a ceiling to it, and I don't know if I have the time and resources to, you know, effectively use Shady Dealings. Just use extra Irida. It makes it very easy. Um, but it's cool to see decks like, you know, Blissey 1... Uh, not one, but top two, the the last regional, which is a yeah. cool deck that doesn't feature Arceus. And then you see something like Mewtwo V Union, you know, step into the top four. And that's just, it is really cool to have that kind of diversity in the meta. Well, you you look into that, and that's why some people text Starmie into the decks to begin with, is if it's a counter against Blissey. And then you see some, mm-hmm. uh, some pro players um, after the weekend, they're like, I only had like two opportunities to use Starmie and they didn't use it. Like, they're like, yeah, I wish I didn't tech it and stuff like that. But um, I had a very good thing that w- I was going to say something, but now I totally forgot what I was talking I say about a lot Sanders of words, list. so I'm, I might have uh, <laughs> said everything that you were trying to say and I apologize. No, 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 no. And uh, I was saying something going back. S- decks playing it's interesting to watch someone learn oh i got it i remember now um so to get into the finals it was sander versus uh azul uh the second time they played each other and uh they played each other in day two and then um and then now they they played in the semifinals and because of the rules um it kind of was unfair to sander in game three because you know they they were only left with like six minutes left and mm. yeah, and again, like I understand that there, there's a time limit for a reason. And if you're gonna play like a stall deck or or something with a loop, because that second game was forever, you know. And uh, like I feel like that kind of hindered him to get into the finals. Like so, when you're when you're looking in that kind of situation of like, all right, am I gonna do this or what am I gonna play? Sometimes you have to understand though when you're in at the top and the top. And hence why a deck that's there to knock out prizes over like a stall or Azul, who's already played the deck 
a few times already understands what he's trying to do. Um, set up a really good um, first match and a very exciting second mat, uh, second game that took super long with uh, Sander taking all six prizes right mm-hmm. at the end of knocking out both uh, Pikachu, um, flying Pikachu VMAXs. It was insane. It was just like you counted everything out, go, win, bam. And you're like, there it is. But then the rules, um, which I had no idea, and it was funny, listening to the trainer, they had to look into it, um, was once time's up, uh, there's no like draw. It's whoever has the most prizes taken wins that game. So mm-hmm. um, Azul did what he had to do, and I think he just took one prize, right? That's all he had to do. He just took one, I believe. Uh, I think he, yeah, he took a Zigzagoon because he knew that that was a part of the win condition. And... Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was it. Yeah. Um, it was insane. And then what was the other deck? Do you remember on the top of your head? Uh, we're getting there. I want to say it was another Palkia deck, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was... Yeah, just another Palkia Inteleon. Hold the fort. We are here. We are looking at things. Yeah. No, it was uh, Arceus Inteleon. That's what it was. Oh, Okay. So one Palkia, um, a classic Arceus, and then an Arceus with Pikachu. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, that was it was intense. I do want to give a shout out to poor Piper. Uh, every time she gets on uh, stream, uh, she ends up losing. Uh, she has a pretty brutal record of uh, zero, three, and two. And I just yes. want to give a shout out that girl. You're you're fantastic. So um, that luck won't last forever. So keep doing you and you'll, you'll break it. So when that first win comes on stream, uh, you get that monkey off your back and then the Pokedads will be there to support you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you want to talk? Um, I, I went a little bit longer than I, I anticipated, but it was a good talk. So now, um, I think maybe I'll, I'll finish this off with a question and, uh, with everything having a mild amount of diversity, especially when it comes to decks in North America, you know, Arceus has won every single championship in North America, but they all haven't been the same Arceus deck. Do you feel like even with Astral Radiance coming out, is that bad for the game? Or do you feel like it's in a good spot because it's just a really good core, you know, in the form of Arceus and, you know, a bunch of other cards that may not have seen, you know, this kind of success um, without it being a part of these championship decks, you know? Yeah, well, I think I'll go back to Zorark uh, GX and how, how mm-hmm. good that card was for so long. And then, and, you know, we got Seismitoad and stuff like that. But I don't see it being bad yet. I, I I know they're going to come out with other V-Star abilities and you look at it, but like no matter what, it's just the ability to grab any two cards that you want at any given time. Of of course, as long as there's no path out, I just feel like it will always be helpful to make any deck more consistent. Like um, I'm going over the idea with Ditto and and Shed Ninja, right? And I'm like, Mm. I probably still need to add Arceus just to add the consistencies of just getting what I need and have a second attacker too, because you know, it accelerates that three energy. Um, of course the three energies to uh shred ninja and just get fucking 
destroyed by anything with 30 hit points. Um, well, the Arceus only accelerates to V Pokemon. Oh, V Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I knew that. And right when I yeah. said that, I was about to say, I was like, yeah. Um, that point, you know, then what? Uh, Melanie, what was Melanie? Is Melanie only for water Pokemon? Only, or is it only just V what? Pokemon. Yeah, it's still only V. And then, uh, and then, uh, the Grass Welder. Matt. It'll go to it'll go to any benched Pokemon. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's fine. So there it is. (laughs) But anywho, um, no, I I just think it's it's just a card that makes everything more consistent. And until we get something more crazy, which we are going to get, Hisuian Zorark coming out Mm. in September, which has a really good effect. Um, I I just think it's the more cards that do different things and make people want to play different things is always better. And I don't see Palkia leaving until Shady Dealings disappears at the end of the year, you know? like Once that goes, and then who knows what happens with water decks at that point. Yeah. No, I, I tend to agree. And I actually really like the Zoro arc statement that you had because it was, you know, Zoro Garb, Zoro, or not Zoro Garb, but like Zoro Pod um, and... You really just like plugged it into every deck that you wanted, consistent draw and a great secondary attacker. So you know, I, t- I tend to agree with that statement, and I uh, I personally feel like the meta is at a really good spot. You know, people literally dove into a celebration set to combat some of the best decks in the format. You know, <laughs> when that set came out, no one thought, "Oh yeah, like that's that's going to be a deck that'll be good." Um, you know, when you, when you go back to videos of how, you know, Pikachu was played before Arceus, like, you know, it, it looked like it was almost weaker than the vivid voltage Pikachu because it didn't have the damage output. But, you know, I, I think that Arceus makes everything obtainable. Uh, a lot of people are very tired of looking at, you know, Arceus Inteleon and Arceus Bibarel, but I personally think that the meta is in a really good spot and it's a lot of fun to play right now. With or without Arceus? No, for sure. And uh, um, actually, I'm I'm having really I'm still having a lot of fun with Anchorman, and uh, I'm just getting bling cards lately. And I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, order a full art Avery. Like I had to, you know, it has my last name, so like I had to have yeah. one. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, got to get the dad bod rose that Aaron picked up for like super cheap. I need to get one of those. Heck yeah. I, I was able to pull that combo off once and it felt so good. It was just like popped at, think it was over, retreated, brought out, brought out Rose and be barreled for a full hand. They're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, and the dude also said it was big braid. I was like, it wasn't really that big braid, but but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a really cool multifaceted thing too. And you're like, oh, well, I need to hit for 240 or 270 next turn, but I also would like to heal 120 damage off myself. So you're like, yeah. hyper potion. And then rose those energies back on, and then draw a full hand of resources. So yeah. it's uh, like, it's a really what fun happened? play. Yeah, they're like, oh well, you can't do this and that, especially after you've like flexed the first hyper potion. And they're like, oh well, you definitely can't do it again with three energy on you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. All right, bud. Um, you ready to say that Pokemon? Yeah. Sweet. It's Pikachu! It's the fairy! Fuck! 
Well, uh, this week is uh, supposedly a legendary Pokemon, but I don't know if it's legendary anymore. I remember reading like all these things, like what, what, like the Pokédex of the Pokemon, and in mm. in the first three games, it was a legendary Pokemon. Then it disappears. It says it's like a an ancient Chinese well-being Pokemon, and then uh, back to um, Pikachu and Eevee, it's a legendary again. And that's um, our one of our Patreon's favorite Pokemon, Arcanine. <laughs> so yeah, I actually think it's pronounced Arcanine. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Arcanine. Yeah, it's Arcanine. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually how it's pronounced. Um, but yeah, right. Like, is he not considered legendary anymore? Is that like like legendary so, to me feels? I I know. Hold on, like. When you think of legendary, they usually just have a base form, right? And they don't evolve outside of like Hoopa has like a different, different version. Um, who else am I thinking that is legendary and evolves? I can't think of anything else. Well, Hoopa has a secondary form, so I guess that kind of counts, but also doesn't. Um, yeah, but um, go ahead. What were you gonna say? It's just, it, so, like, you know, like, the flavor text on a card, like, the little frame on single price Pokemon that says, like, the Seafring Pokemon, the Atrocious Pokemon, and, like... Yeah. Do you think, like, originally it said, like, the Legendary Pokemon just as the flavor text? Or not flavor text, but, like, the Pokemon description? Because I, I don't see Arcanine as a, as a Legendary whatsoever, because you can get Growlithe in, like, the second town <laughs> in, uh, um, in Red and Blue, so... Yeah, dude, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't save. I saved a different link uh, because I like uh, Bulbapedia, right? It's like my mm-hmm. favorite thing to go through. But when I looked at the other one, actually, this might um, Arcanine. Let's see. Uh, they gave me a different one. Was it this one? I think it was this one. The first link that I clicked on said straight up legendary Pokemon, but Arcanine is not a legendary Pokemon. <laughs> no, no, I, I wanted to let you know, like, the thing I was talking about for its Pokedex entries, I, I found it. So, like, mm-hmm. red and blue, it's a, uh, oh, no, red and blue, it just said a Pokemon that has been admired since the past for its beauty. It runs um, agilely as if on wings. And then in yellow, it says a legendary Pokemon in China. Many people are charmed by its grace and beauty while running. Um, mm. And then gold gold and silver, the legendary Chinese Pokemon. Uh, crystal, an ancient picture scroll shows. <coughs> <coughs> I am so sorry. Um, an ancient picture scroll shows that people are, are attracted to its movements as it ran through um, prairies. And then... Uh, normal stuff, and then Heart and Gold, the legendary Chinese, and then in Let's Go Pikachu, a legendary Pokemon in the East. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, okay. Do you think it's a translation error, too? Because, you know, we saw in Arceus, like, there's Hisui and Growlithe and Arcanine, right? Yeah. Do you think it's a Pokemon of legend that translates in English to legendary Pokemon? It's a possibility because we all know he's technically not a legend when this guy has only gotten one EX card out of its whole career. 
yeah, this card has absolutely gotten shafted in the TCG, and I'm so sad about it. He's so it, cool looking, <laughs> and he's so popular. You got yeah. you got someone spending five or four hundred and fifty dollars for a six foot Arcanine, like yeah. You know, people love this shit, and it's it's just it's mind baffling, mind baffling. Um, I think it's baffling or mind boggling, but I don't think it's mind baffling. Yeah, Pokedads, Pokedads. <laughs> um, uh, all right, so last TCG card. You want me to go ahead and give that a read? I'll give that to you. I just wanted to read the uh, Arcanine has been featured on 27 different cards since it debuted in the base set of the Pokemon Train card game. Um, Arcanine cards are normally fire type or fighting type stage one Pokemon. And uh, yeah, man, shoot shoot the, the latest Arcanine that we got. All right, so not Hisuian, but the latest Arcanine card we got was Infusion Strike. Uh, it's a thir- 130 HP. And it has an attack for one fire energy called Fire Claws for 40 damage. And then it has another attack called Heat Tackle for two fire and one colorless. It does 160 damage and it does 30 damage to itself. Snooze Fest. Um, <laughs> Rebel, the Rebel Clash one was kind of fun because of what? It had more hit points if they had the. Yeah. The, the Burning uh, Scarf item on card. It. Yeah. That was, that was kind of fun. Um, we are getting a character rare with the new Hisuian Arcanine um, coming out, hopefully, in uh, Lost Origins, but we'll we'll find out. <laughs> we don't know when character rares, when we're going to get them, and how we're going to get them, and why we're not getting them. Um, going yeah. back to what we said earlier, out of all the 27 cards, there's actually only one EX card for an Arcanine that came out in the EX Legend Maker. Uh, that was the English expansion. And he did have a break card from the, um, it was a Arcanine break promo that came in a box, which right now goes for like 150 bucks for the box. So if you kept it, you know, it's slowly making some money. And those are the only normal rare hollow rares that Arcanine ever had. It's insane. It's just insane that this poor dog got shafted. So, yeah, no, it is, it is the cutest evolution puppy pokemon that we have um and then in terms of psa oh, yeah. uh, your your gem mint 10 you know arcanine first edition um last sold for 650 dollars but the average listing pl- price is about 750 bucks yeah yeah um Probably because of the boom of you know the graded cards from the past two years and things have started to settle down on that front. So um, still pretty good for um, I believe Arcanine base set was just a rare, right? So yeah, not non hollow card almost goes for a grand. I think that's a win yep. in the Arcanine book. Absolutely, no, I right. I think that this this Pokemon is just does not get enough love. I know I know Justin loves this Pokemon, but. I think in the TCG, this this dude gets no love whatsoever. <laughs> I know. It's dumb. It should. It definitely should. Um, but, Arcanine, Pokedads, we love you. We hopefully some fun stuff comes out to you in the future. Like, you know, like a VMAX. Like, that would be so dope. <laughs> or, yeah, like a V-Star or like, I don't know, just a V in general. Yeah, just <laughs> or, a V. 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Like we're gonna go into a whole new generation of Pokemon and I mean, we don't even know if Arcanine's gonna be in that game. And that would make it really tough for it to get T C G representation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess enjoy the Hisuian version as much as you can then on that front. So Absolutely. Um, all right, well uh, we'll we'll move into some news. There's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Like happy Pokemon Go Day. Um, some people have already been able to grab some stuff. I was actually at Target today, and they were putting up uh, the EV boxes, and I was waiting, but the woman was taking her time, which I understood because she was being harassed by, like, five other people. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see what they have at the other side of the store. And they had the Go ETBs, but they also had the Hisuian starter tins. And I was like, hmm. I want to go get the tin again. Um, if you guys don't know, the tins are fire. Um, you get the V card. Uh, of course, if you want to get the best one, you got to get Samurai, um, the card, the V star. It's going to see some play in the future, so grabbing the Vs now would be very important. But it rocks two Astral Radiance, two Evolving Skies, and one Brilliant Stars. And it's just nice. You know, normally if you get mm-hmm. anything, if you find something with Evolving Skies, it's one, but um, able to get two. Um, my second tin uh, wasn't good, but my first tin, I got two different Evolution V Maxes. So I was like, "Oh, this is this is cool." That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So the, um, I'll see what happens tomorrow. I'll take a little gander and uh, maybe I'll I'll pick some stuff. It's really hard for me to justify spending money on this stuff when I only want like a few cards when I know I can just buy them, like you know the Radiant Canto uh, starters and. The dittos. I definitely need to, d- to play sets of dittos. But then yeah. again, it's fun getting the dittos. Like peeling the stickers off. No one in our Discord has gotten a ditto yet. Right? I have. I got the- oh. oh. I knew you have. You, you didn't, yeah. But never mind. I know. I, I opened the, like, the English Go set two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I forgot that you were able. How, how, much, how much fun was that? Did you have a good time doing that? Okay, so I, I will eat 100% of all the words I said about the Go set before. I had very low expectations coming into it. I am so pleasantly surprised by this entire set. Um, uh, it's fun having all the Canto starters. Um, you know, the, the Hollows hit so well. They're always on the perfect Pokemon. Um, and I just, I think overall this set is, is super sick for a mini set. And there's a lot of impactful cards that can really make a difference in the way the format shifts before Worlds. Most definitely, like, Pokey Shot! <laughs> no, that's <laughs> unfortunately not one of them, but good try! <laughs> no, no, the, uh, the actually, the, the Egg Incubator in Mew is really sick. You, you know, flip a coin, grab a basic Pokemon out of your deck, and then... If you fail it, you put the card back on the bottom of your deck and get through your resources quicker. Like, it's yeah. just another crazy playable item card. But, like, the Poke Shop, you can play a deck that has 60% item cards and you can just roll through what you need. It's insane. Like, Turbo Dialga? Dude, that shit, I've, I've watched videos all day today of how now that deck is even more powerful than it was. And it's, like, stupid. It's so, like, I could use it too. Like, that's cool. But then I'd be like, oh, I needed that supporter that I just chucked. 
Yeah, that's that's what I don't like about it is that there's there's negative effects because you could potentially land three supporters, and in my decks I run very low counts of supporters, so that would be bad. Um, yeah, that, that's why you just have a rod and a and a pel pad, and you're just fine, man. And you just get nah, them back. That's that's not the play I want to use those for. <laughs> that's silly. And also keep playing the turbo decks on the ladder because I love looping your muse. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So keep promoting that propaganda. I'm all about it right now. <laughs> Sick. All right. Well, um, we've gotten the full card list and contents in the toolkit for the 2022. And the Luminian uh, promo is uh, pretty sick. It's uh, on its side. It looks like it's about to do uh, like a Top Gun Maverick barrel roll or well, barrel from like Star Fox. Do a barrel roll. Yeah. I need a soundboard. What does my life come to? Um, <laughs> Poker dance. Yeah. Um, what's What's really cool about it is that uh, this actually drops tomorrow or today. Um, I for some reason I thought it was a lot later. Um, so what it looks like, and of course the pictures mean shit, but uh, supposedly it's evolving skies, brilliant stars, and two astral radiant packs, which is also like right. Those are my three favorite sets right now. Like I'm like done. Done. Give it to me. Um, yeah. The purple sleeves are pretty sick. Um, no. I like the uh, dice. Oh, the, the dice, dice are sick and sparkly. They're cool. Yeah. That, no, you're right on that. Um, probably my least favorite sleeves. Um, the last two sleeves were actually super wicked. Uh, this one's kind of basic. Kind of represents a box more than the uh, like a unique sleeves. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, if you guys yeah, are, are visible. Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're well. Hey, they're still better than they were uh, two toolkits ago. Like these are, and they still suck, man. They still yeah, suck. They, I'm sorry. They everyone. are the big bad. It's unfortunate. Yeah, um, but yeah, any listeners right now that you're looking, you just started collecting or starting to build decks. Uh, we recommend grabbing the toolkit. Uh, you get um, 50 trainer cards. Um, tend to be two. Of certain ones, like you might, or I'm sure it be two bosses orders, maybe two Marnies, um, like very important trainer cards, hence why it's called the trainer toolkit. But uh, yeah, comes out tomorrow. The Luminian is uh, super sick. I still feel like it's kind of like a letdown due to the fact that we got the Dedene alt art, so you had like the nice uh, texture on it and stuff, and then. Crobat V last year with the different old art was just a normal V looking card and then this Luminium V. I kind of wish they gave it the texture. Even if it wasn't like a traditional alt art, like just give me the texture. Make it more fancy so I have it more bling in my deck. Yeah. You know? I could appreciate that, but I'll still be using my full art Luminions. They're so pretty. Like I like the I like the alt art a lot. That's like a straight masterpiece in terms of art, but I like the full arts because it's just so bright and ugly. I, I, I do appreciate some full arts over the Elder Art, mostly because I don't want to bend Elder Arts. Like, what, what are you doing this to yourself? Like, fuck, I don't know, bro. I just I just really want to destroy cards. <laughs> I know. I just I just tossed two of my uh, my Alt Art Dragonites in my Dragonite V-Star deck, and uh, I was like, do I really want to do this? I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I respect the sleepy boy. That's, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. So just make sure everybody know that with Pokemon Go, there are plenty of promos out there uh, between GameStop, Best Buy, and 
uh, and more. I don't know what the more is. I'm clicking it right now. Uh, Pikachu promos, select stores, race Pokemon Go. How do you get the Mewtwo promo? Is that how's how's yeah. that one? Do you know that one? I don't know. I know the full art comes in the ETBs, and that's all I cared about. Uh, understandable. Uh, the card will be available at GameStop, Best Buy, and Barnes and Noble. Interesting. Nice. Um, yeah, it's pretty cute. Pikachu with the hat. In Canada, it will be available at GameStop, Toys R Us, London Drugs, Mastermind Toys, and Indigo Books. The card is no different right. than what is from the Pokemon Go set, in which is also a hollow. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this one of my favorite comments? Why is this a thing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, that's that's news. That's news for that. Um, <laughs> there are some uh, individual cards from Lost Abyss. Uh, is there any particular card you want to talk about before uh, going over the Lost Origin uh, pre-release cards being revealed? Um, I mean, the Gengar art is super sick. Um, I mean, I hope that we still get Bongar over here, the alt art where it looks like one of the three sisters are hitting a bong, because that's just hilarious. Um, yeah. But if I don't get that card, then this stamp Gengar will 100% make it into my deck, because it is sick as heck. Uh, but other than that, uh, I like the, the comfy, especially because it's got the... Um, the lost zone little like wavy texture on it, which is super cool. But yeah, man, it's going to be, it's going to be a cool set. I am actually really, really hyped for everything that drops in lost abyss next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Uh, Twitter, Twitter has been kind of weird since the end of an AIC where, uh, people are like just quiet, patiently waiting for world to hit next month. And then, uh, and then we get some news. Uh, I, Definitely like the the stamp and champ though, and if you guys need yep. to remember, he has the ability crisis muscle. If your opponent has three or few prize cards remaining, this Pokemon gets a uh, hundred and fifty additional hit points. So he's a three hundred hit point um, one prize Pokemon. Uh, it's pretty sick. This art is art just is, this. This was a lot better than what we got for uh, Astral Radiance. So all all four of them are flipping killer. I, I oh, tend to agree. And not only that, but those Gengars are going straight into Hazui and Zoroark so fast. <laughs> I'm I so excited. I, I respect that. Yeah, it, it works out. Um, what was what was Finian again? What was his ability? What was that? Um, it's... I got it. Uh, it hasn't, it, it hasn't it's been often, released yet. Yeah. As often as you like during your turn, uh, water energy from your oh no <laughs> exactly it has yeah. not been released yet. That's just the text that you can read from. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that'll drop in the rest of Lost Abyss, which we should probably see um, in the next like three days. <laughs> as also if you like during your turn, blah blah blah, water energy from your blah blah blah. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I'm so down. It's a good time. Um, Big chilling. But uh, outside of that, we, we already talked about Zora and Deoxys V-Star and V-Max stuff last week. Um, I think that's it for news. Unless I missed it. Oh, 
Uh, we got the world's uh, 2022 artwork that was revealed, and uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, they, no, they look I like, like uh, little little magicians. I like Morpeko on the hamster wheel. You you can't go wrong with that. Um, super fun. It looks super fancy. So I'd be interested to see what the play mats at Worlds are going to look like with this artwork. It's going to be pretty sick. So me too. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, uh, let's take a let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some stuff that's been on me and Drew's mind, and then we'll talk about a couple cards that we really enjoy about Pokemon Go. So uh, we'll be back. Yeah. Pokedads has partnered with Ink Gaming to bring you a fantastic deal. For 10% off your entire order at checkout, use code DADSPOD10. That's D-A-D-S-P-O-D-10 for 10% off all your custom playmats, custom mouse pads, custom dice bags, and a plethora of other gaming accessories. Again, use DADSPOD10 when checking out at InkGaming.com.
Welcome to Chewbacca Plays Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the sound. <laughs> yeah. Oh, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Alright, well, uh, we actually got two topics we're going to dive into. Um, first, first and second, uh, we're going to just jump into some... Um, some woes with some content creators that uh, Drew pointed out that we were talking about over the weekend of um, how much content creating gets in the way of uh, doing well and playing Pokemon in events when you continuously do play the game a lot, but you're also playing different decks and different strategies uh, for videos, for um, like anything you can think of for YouTube, just so you get clicks and keep the channel growing and stuff like that. So we think that's... um, That'd be a kind of a fun discussion to go through. And then uh, we're going to talk about a couple cards each uh, for Pokemon Go since the Pokemon Go dropped. But it's not a big set, so you know it's not a traditional Pokédad review kind of thing. But we'll just talk about some cards that we're super excited for. And um, without further ado, Drew, let's uh, let's talk about this content creator slump that uh, seems that a big portion. Outside of Azul, but he was in a slump before NAIC. So. Yeah, no, um, this is... Just a an observation from a pers- like a, what is the what's the word I'm looking for um, from from the outside looking in if you will yeah. um, that like you see all the tweets about like Celios and Andrew Mahone um, not doing as well in these events as you know not necessarily other players but because they stand out because they're you know large faces in the game it's a lot more noticeable when they're not seeing success where like if your idol, like the person who taught you how to play Pokemon through PTCGO was, you know, Tricky Jim, Andrew Mahone, and, you know, he doesn't make, you know, day twos and he's not making, you know, you know, even making it onto streams for games and stuff like that. It's weird. And you don't know who to follow and who to root for if you're, you know, pokemon spectrum isn't that wide and i kind of texted rick and i was like you think that there's a correlation between spending your time creating content and pumping out all this stuff that takes away your edge of being a competitive player in this uh in this game and it was it was such a good 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 question because at that time too um except i was going nine and oh on friday um, you, we look at it, there was just, they were just missing day twos. Um, Azul, uh, missing a couple day twos from start from Salt Lake on to now, and even missing kind of the bigger tournaments, um, for whatever reasons. Uh, he, I know he bailed EUIC at the last minute for, you know, whatever reasons that was. And, um, Andrew, uh, needed just a few points to make it to Worlds, and it just came down to uh, needed to get to day two to one of those events that he played because he was um, he went to all of them. I think all of them in the states. I think maybe except for one. And yeah, you know, he went to a handful. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't gonna bring up Aaron because he brought his two cents, but I joked when it was like we're gonna talk about like content creators and uh, not the ability to like make it to Worlds, and he's like, well, the Pokédans aren't good, that's why he didn't make it to Worlds. And I was like, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, but thanks, bro. That's that's not what we're going to get from here. Um, as 
as fresh that you've been doing this now, um, your your Pokey Dad anniversary comes up in August. You know, we're we're almost yeah. there, and you know, I've been doing this for over two and a half years, and not to an extent of even Cilio. Like Cilio still puts out videos every week. Um, he doesn't go live as often. Um, he does every once in a while, but he still puts out pretty good content on that side, and. It it could be it could be taxing because you you want to grow your brand and you want to spend time and maybe that extra time that you needed for yourself to improve your game or improve what you're playing is taken because of um, what am I going to do next? Um, editing, um, posting things, staying staying on social, staying staying whatever you do to make sure people in the community know that you're still there. And from from my where I'm at. I want to do more. And sometimes I feel I'm already, I'm, I'm like as much as I can give when it comes to being a dad and playing Pokemon and, you know, balancing my life because like the player I am today, I wouldn't be with here without Drew and without Aaron and stuff back from two and a half years ago when we started. But uh, to put that extra effort, there would be times like Aaron recently um, going into Milwaukee. He didn't pick up cards for, months you know and the probably the biggest thing also is we're going from two years pretty much of uh, ptcgo and then going to play cards again uh, yes granted you, you we knew mahomes played cards and stuff he had people over throughout the years at full grip and they would shuffle and stuff but it's never like full-blown we're gonna play because you know, it's like Jesse Parker or um, JW or, or whoever is available or Riley to help them make these videos and stuff. And they they always joke and play, and they know what's in each other's hands because it's kind of like practice. But they're still playing to make sure if a deck works. Um, I think it can get in the way, but it's it's tough. I I, I really do think it's tough. Um, one of the most heartbreaking things brought brought on this conversation was um, uh, Luke, uh, Cilio's network, was just one game in to make uh, day two, and uh, he just missed it at the end of uh, NAIC. And I I thought uh, I thought to myself, and I was like, that's rough. That's rough because he, you know, he devotes his time, and it just didn't work out, you know. Yeah, and I, um, I, I really, I admire these players because I can see them putting in the work and, you know, making us more well-rounded players. But is that taking away from their ability to compete at a higher level because they are pumping out all this information and trying to stay relevant and, you know, being a face in the game, but also not representing the game at the highest competitive level because they're not seeing success. And I'm not taking anything away from these players. It's just an observation. Um, but you're noticing a trend where, you know, the content creators, as Isaiah joked around on stream uh, during his interview, like, oh, I'm playing against some streamer. And, you know, to, you know, that tight nip group, they just, un they understood it was a joke. But to other people who may not understand, you know, their friend circle and the way that they talk with each other, um, that might seem like, oh, maybe I... I'm putting myself as a learning player at a disadvantage following these players that on paper are not seeing success in the game. 
Um, and I feel for these players because they don't have the time to take a full day and, you know, test a whole bunch of decks and, you know, lay out a bunch of different 60s and really well round themselves about decks behind closed doors because they're... Um, their obligation is to pump out content. So if they want to test something that they see as a viable option, they need to go live. They need to record. They need to, you know, commentate and understand the way the deck works. And that puts a lot of pressure on them. And it gives out all of your information that you don't really get to have behind closed doors. And I think it really all stems from just spending time on screen, online, that's not directly helping them gain that competitive edge back that they had before because the reason why these guys were names in the game in the first place is because they saw a tremendous amount of success in these tournaments before they were streamers. Now, the Azul um, project, if you will, went to Milwaukee, played the same or maybe like 58 of the same cards that he played for NAIC. Didn't see a whole lot of success. Did make it to day two in Milwaukee. Didn't win, obviously. I don't even think he made top 16. But took that same deck, if you will, to NIC and didn't stream and didn't pump out a video between point A and point B and went straight to Columbus and hung out with friends and, you know, played and tested and kind of theory crafted what might the play be. For NIIC, they landed on Pikachu and then went 9-0 and went on to win the whole thing. That seems like there's a correlation between streaming and doing well at events. And and it's funny because like all the people we saw in Milwaukee, that Azul was the one person I didn't see, um, which was a bummer. I would have said hi or tried to say hi. He's a big, he's a big dude. When I saw him in SLC, I was like, I did not imagine you being like six foot something. <laughs> and he's, and he's, you know, he's been working out too. So he's like, he's filled out his little kid frame now too. So he's just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking deck you. I'm like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Azul. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, going back to that stuff though, he was playing Mew and, uh, you know, he was a firm believer at, being the best deck, and then um, Mew was failing him, uh, getting into day twos. Um, so it goes on to like those things. Like I believe this deck is good, but is it good? And is it not good enough? And then he'd be like, probably talked himself or psyched himself up, and he's like, "Oh no, Mew's Mew's the way to go." And it was it was just never the way to go. Which yeah, feels... but I think go ahead. And and to that to that uh, testament, Mew was seen as like the gatekeeper of success um until people more well-rounded themselves with rcs obviously because it won every north american event um but to azul's favor like there is no scarier deck to you know sit down at a table with other than mew because it has that explosive potential and, i don't want you know, yeah i don't want just... melweta for 210 on turn one yeah no i know <laughs> right and you know your your opponent that's it, it shifted the whole way deck building works now because you're not like oh yeah well i could take a turn and evolve it's like no if i go second i am going to take anything with 230 or 40 hp or less 
out like because power tablet and elsa sparkle is just available to me um but yeah like he he was playing a good deck but it wasn't until palkia hit the field that that mentality needed to shift also hence why it, it didn't win anything except for the first regional of the season so because everyone's like fuck this i'm done with this yeah. i'm gonna counter the hell out of it and then here yeah. we are and then and then mm-hmm. we're gonna forget about mew and then like worlds mew's, mew's gonna win worlds and we're gonna be like son of a b Honestly, I was just thinking that to myself. I was like, wouldn't that just be the biggest F you to everyone who just dislikes Mew if it just won the biggest event of the of the year? Yeah. And then we'll get the the the, the Mew V Max twenty twenty two deck, you know, signed uh. by whoever wins it. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's definitely a possibility. It's still a very viable option. Um It is. But what and do you it- what do you th- what do you think, man? Do you think it's not time to hang up the streamers? But like, do they need to be held in a different light? Is it? Do you think that there's going to be a shift after this, and they kind of have some self realization that they need to take time for themselves to test? I think I think that, and I hate to say it too, because like, it's not like we're jumping or in like shooting a puck or jumping to make a layup or dunk a basketball. But you're looking at outside of Azul because Azul is still in his like early twenties, mid twenties. Um, he's still he's yeah. still a young gun. But like are the bigger fans like uh, Zach Lesage and uh, Celio and and Andrew like Andrew's in his early thirties, you, you know. And then you, you're looking at um, Zach who is in his thirties or late late twenties. And then I know Celio is um, in his late twenties, I believe. So when you're when you're looking at like that that kind of thing, maybe it, it's true that the older it is, it's harder to compete with the younger the younger crowd. Which I always thought in my head is like as long as I played as much as the younger the younger kids are, you know, that's how that's how you keep up because it's literally just a mind game, right? A mind game, luck, and understanding the the meta. But maybe maybe it's more like you just you make a dumb play and you weren't thinking about. It. I don't know. It's uh. As a pokey dad, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's an age factor, at all. But yeah. maybe, maybe, right. maybe it is though. Because what outside yeah. of that, I don't know what Cilio does for a living. He just finished school like a year ago. He graduated. Um, I don't know what his like work ethic is with his full time job or whatever. Um, the only one that like you go is Andrew, who is literally living off of Pokemon. You know. So I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's a good question. It really is a fun discussion to have because I, I could see it both ways. Because if you're playing Pokemon at any capacity for seven, eight hours a day, like these streamers are, you would imagine that you'd have the repetition to really understand matchups and be able to handle the wonky things you see on the ladder on top of being able to build the perfect 60. Um, because of your knowledge and you know just overall perspective on the game but the results aren't there maybe it's too much yeah i think you know play on stream for five hours a day and then you know with a very tight-knit group of friends you know practice without saying what you're holding in your hand out loud you know it's 
because it's crazy. Like the night of, you know, before NAIC finals, Bradner went home with his tight knit uh, testing group and tested the hell out of playing against Flying Pikachu. Yeah. Like, after after nine nine grueling matches, or no, day yeah. twos were what eight. Something like it's, that. Something yeah. like that. It's seven or eight. Um, yeah, man, that's. I would love to get that to that point though. Like going through what we did with Milwaukee, you know, I I got through six and my brain was already mush, like yeah. it bummed me out. Like I, I would I would hope to be able to do nine and then not break a sweat. And we're like, okay, that was just that was nine rounds. I'm good. Yes, yeah. let's, let's go play nah. fifteen more before bedtime. Yeah, I'll be completely honest, man. If I was, if you're like allowed to take a shower in between, like, <laughs> like round five and six, like, I think that the game would be a lot more fun because I get pretty fucking grimy halfway through the day of playing a lot of best of threes, like. <laughs> and I'm sure I would benefit from a lot of other people taking showers through those rounds too. But <laughs> it's um, no, it's just like it, it is a weird environment, and like you had mentioned, you know, there's not a lot of physical attributes that we really need to apply it to this game, but it is. You know, it's it's taxing, and I I don't know, man. I think that there's something there. Like, the streamer success is down because of something. For sure. And um, we'll, we'll take a, we'll, you know, our listeners, like, keep an eye on it when the season starts, you know, and we'll, we'll keep an eye and see if uh, Mahomes or Celio and stuff can get the, the ship straightened, and we'll, we'll go from there. Well, you know, we're secretly trying to get our points to go to whoever Worlds is going to be in 2023, so. Yeah, or at least make day two, man. That's all. I, I, I got something to prove to myself now. I just want to make day twos. Right, yeah, well, I feel like making Worlds is just, you know, you get the points from your locals and go to a couple regionals, yeah. get a couple day twos. 500 points shouldn't be that. Like, you look at the top 16 people, they all had over 1,000. You know, you're like, yeah, yeah I can I can make 500 points. It doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And then I just got to play against everybody else who got that many points. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but, just, uh, like, Worlds is such a different beast because you're not going to sit down and play against, like, Jump Puff round one and get lucky. You're going to sit down against, like, a really good meta deck. You're not going to sit down yeah. against the Jumbo card guy. <laughs> that sounds... Uh, the jumbo, oh, my God, the Jumbo card guy. I for, for totally forgot yeah. about that in the news section. Um but yeah, no, that's that's good. I we'll see what happens, and uh, we'll keep an eye because I'm a. Uh, oh my god! Hold up. What's going on here? Jeez. Anyway, some uh, NBA stuff was going on, but none of it was Zach Levine. My heart dropped for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> this guy. Anyways, um, before we leave and open some packs, let's uh, let's go through a couple cards of um, Pokemon Go. And Drew, uh, why don't you start off of what you're thinking? Um, I think just based on what I have been doing before the stream is I was kind of playing around with uh, some of the fire Pokemon that got added to the format. And I know it seems like really poor timing to kind of do that because Palkia is still so good and so everywhere right now. But I have actually taken a liking to this uh, the single prize burn brightly ability Charizard that has oh, yeah, yeah. that has 170 HP 
and it has like the jungle totem ability if you will where each of your basic fire energy attached to your pokemon provides two fire energy um and you can't apply more than one burn brightly ability at a time and it has an attack for two fire two colorless fire blitz uh it does 170 damage you discard all fire energy from this pokemon weak to water three retreat costs which is weird because he flies um doesn't matter this card i'm gonna get you this card with Scorch is busted <laughs> because you are now quadrupling the amount of energy that you could basically put in play uh, because Scorch does 40 damage for each fire energy that's on it. And now each fire energy is worth two. And then after attacking, you attach another fire energy from your discard pile and you, you ramp this damage up by 80 basically every turn and if you accelerate with Arceus and it also multiplies the fire energy worth on Arceus as well you know you're able to pull off a lot of funky plays very quickly because of the single prize monster and if your opponent spends a whole turn eliminating this Charizard from play that's one extra turn that Scorch can ramp naturally um, and then also I have kind of played around with it with Weird Ear which allows you to move it into the act, and if, you, and if you do so, you can move any energy onto this Pokemon, and it does 40 times the amount of energy that's on it. So late game, you slide Weirdier into the active, and if it has... <laughs> if it has anywhere between 4 and 5 energy, you're taking knockouts on VMAX Pokemon, because those energies are worth double, and it's uh, absolutely bonkers. I love it. Oh, that's that's a good way of looking at it, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It uh, still is a stage two at the end of the day, but Pokemon Go did give you new rare candies to use with it. So, yeah, I go. wish they gave me a, a gold rare candy. Come on, <laughs> you know, just make a little flex a little bit. Um, I'm going to keep with the the Kanto starters, and I want to talk about the the stage two Blastoise um, yeah. Vitality Spring. Yes, uh, once during your turn, you may search your deck for up to six energy cards and attach them to your Pokemon in any way you like. Then shuffle your deck. If you use this ability, your turn ends. Um, you know, capacious bucket, but, you know, you're getting six instead of two, and then you're allowed to attach it wherever you want. Um, yeah. it's, it's so sick. I know it ends your turn, but, like, if, you, you know, if you're doing this to set up to switch your Pokemon from a bench to the active, um, it's pretty safe instead of having your Blastoise up front. But then Blastoise has the flipping Hydro Pump for four colorless. It does 90 plus. This attack does 30 more damage for each water energy attached to this Pokemon. So um, you're you're already adding the, say, if you did all six on the Blastoise, right? So you did, what, 90, 180 plus 90, you're doing 200 and uh, 260 damage. Um, you're just shy, you know, of a knockout of one of the more of the powerful V stars, but you know, you can fix that with, um, no, you do 270. It's two. Is it two? Oh, I can't do simple math. It's 270. Cause it's no, 180. Oh yeah. 180. Now we're then duh. All right. 270. Yeah. So you're 10, 10 short, but you, you know, fix with quick shooting and Talion, um, fixes that zigzagoon, or you could just slap a big old, uh, um, choice belt and have a good time. Um, that's or sick, you man. could leave them just shy and yoke a loop them. 
Yeah, or you can leave them just shy of yoga lupo. <laughs> so, um, I know it's, it's interesting. Um, I know, like, if you're thinking about water decks or even adding um, more more damage to this Pokemon, like, you can Palkia, um, use Palkia's ability, and then use Blastoise's ability, and then you could knock out VMAXs. Just like, I'm here to have a good time, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, I I tend to agree fully. Jeez, but and um, as you stated with the Czar too, though um, being a stage two um, is always going to be a little rough in today's world. But hey, man, GLC format, go wild, have fun with this Blastoise, my God. Yeah, no, that that one's it's not the best Blastoise, but I also think in like expanded, being able to just like evolve this dude up and then put your six energies on like Dialga and like Star Kronos on your second turn. Like that's Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, cuz what what team up Blastoise was like the strongest Blastoise, right? If I remember correctly, he was pretty broken. Uh, it's I think it's the Plasma Freeze one, like that gold one. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's the one cuz it lets you just attach water energy at free will. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, no, no, it like is. It, yeah, no, no, they, that yeah. is a hundred percent correct. Yeah, my bad. Cool. Yeah. No, no, you're chilling. I mean, all of them are really good because, like, even the the sun and moon one is still it, it saw a lot of good play in standard, which is sick. For sure, gotta love when the uh, when the baby Pokemon are doing some work. Yeah, for sure. And then is it my turn to pick another Pokemon? Yeah, go for or, it. Or, no, or another something. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So many fun choices. Um, I'll probably just talk about a card I probably talked about before. Uh, we're going to do Melmetal VMAX. And it's a 330 HP Metal VMAX Pokemon. Uh, uh, weak to fire, resistant to grass, and a 4 retreat cost, which feels bad. Uh, but for 3 Metal Energy... Uh, it does G-Max Juggernaut for 160 damage. And then it does 60 more damage for each uh, metal energy that is on this, or each additional metal energy that is on this Pokemon. And you can only ramp it up an extra 120 damage. But the cool thing is with that extra 120 damage with five metal energy on this Pokemon, you do the perfect 280 mark, which is super solid for uh, everything in this format for the most part. Choice Belt, Halucha bumps that up quite a bit. But uh, there's just a lot of metal energy recycling or accelerating counterparts in this uh, in the format right now with Bronzong, Metal Saucer, Zacian, and Arceus, of course, that can really make this dude a threat. And being 330 HP makes this dude very tanky. Um, Melmetal has access to things like uh, Crystal Cave that can heal it each turn. You can use things like Cheryl Bronzong to kind of keep it around in the game for a while. And Palkia is doing a really good job about keeping fire away. So Melmetal does stand a chance to be a very fun deck to play. Might not be the best like Arceus VMAX partner, but there is still a ton of potential to be had with this card. Yeah, no, you you can't go wrong. And plus the art on that VMAX is fucking beautiful, man. It's so nice. Yeah, he's dope. But if you've watched my YouTube video, I did make a comment. He is uh, definitely holding a handful of nuts. 
Pokedads. Pokedads. Oh, I love you so much. Um, yeah, I got nothing. No, that's good. That's good. I'm going to go with um, actually this trainer card because uh, Drew talked about it earlier. And it's just you guys should hear because it's, it's a good card. That's the Egg Incubator. Um, flip a coin. If heads, search your deck for a basic Pokemon. Put it onto your bench and shuffle your deck. If tails, put this Egg Incubator at the bottom of your deck instead of the discard pile. Um, literally, it's just a 50-50 shot of grabbing a basic Pokemon and popping it on the bench. Um, Drew brought up a good point that it's it's actually works really well in Mew, and um, it's a card that you can use every time you pull it. So uh, it'll go to your discard pile or the bottom of your deck, and you know you're gonna do all that stuff with Genesec and getting your deck and keep drawing. It's it's a great way to get those Genesecs out, Mew, whatever Pokemon you're looking for, and it's also a really good card to use that it's never stuck in your hand. Um, I think is brilliant. Um, any other decks so you see if it comes to, uh, you know, B-Barrels or, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say much about uh, Italian decks or the Shady Dealings because you could be more specific of what you're grabbing instead of them. Um, I'm going to grab a card that's only a 50-50 shot of working. Uh, but I, I see um, I see this being around in the meta for a hot minute just because of uh, the luxury of pulling something out and then, you know, if it doesn't work, uh, you could try again later. Um, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think uh, I know that Suicune and Entei and Raikou have been pushed down for a while, but there's a lot of merit to those cards in this format because of the Mewshoes engine, uh, needing one or two turns to really get set up and have that explosive potential. Where I think Quick Ball, VIP Pass, and Egg Incubator. Being able to potentially get all your basics out and widen your bench with any of those three basic, very volatile Pokemon in the first turn is a very busted mechanic. Um, I just posted a list in our Discord, and if you're not in our Discord, join the Patreon. It's a wonderful time. Uh, But I play four Egg Incubator in Entei. And being able to just slap down the Moltres that also came out in the set, which bumps my fire Pokemon's attacks up 10, and it's stackable, uh, makes it pretty cool. And it's also the difference between like having the Manaphy and not having the Manaphy. Uh, so I think that the, the Egg Incubator, which also did come with a gold card, which is cool, um, is kind of busted. It's like a, a 50-50 Nest Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nest Ball. Yeah. Have- Bring it back. Give me that one back. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, overall, Pokemon Go set, we thought for sure would be just this fun little gimmick set and like we wouldn't be excited, but then Pokemon found, or sorry, TVCI uh, found a way to make this enjoyable. So uh, hats off to them. They're still finding ways for people to spend Cajillion, cabillion, zillion dollars on Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you pull that uh, that gold Mew V-Star, any of our listeners back home, uh, make sure you hit our text line with a photo of it at 815-782-0202. We want to see it. Thing's pretty. It's super pretty. I like I like the I like the gold cards. I just wish they did their shiny version of it too, like they did with the not like the normal gold cards. Make it shiny. Mm. Make it shiny. Come on. Give me a yeah. little bit more of... I, uh, but oomph. I don't think shiny Mewtwo changes that much. 
He turns green. Does he? Yeah, the purple's green. It's beautiful. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So that would be kind of fun, I'll admit. Yeah. I don't understand why they didn't do that. But it's cool. It's fine. I'll cry about it later. <laughs> uh all right, listeners, we've we've been on this for a hot minute. Uh, we'll uh, we'll break some packs and then we'll we'll get out of here. Uh, Drew, I will let you open two. I'll open one. Um, it's just uh, Samurott and two Pelkias. So, which Pelkia do you want? And then I'll give you the Samurott. Um, I'll take the one that's in your right hand. So you're going with these two? Sounds great. Yeah. All right. And then we'll. Uh, I'll go first and last. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just doing something it. stupid, and I was like, "Wait a minute, did I do something wrong here?" And I probably did, but it's all good. It's okay. <laughs> if it's a bad pull, I'll I'll just blame it on that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm like covering it like right. we're right. recording. Yeah, you got uh, vagina, penis, titties, uh, queef, Jack, cock, Henry, red, balls, dick, kite. Titties too. Go for it, buddy. We got fighting energy. Gardenia's vigor. Whiskatch. Temple of Sinnoh. Teddy Ursa. Mantine. Scyther. Hisuian Basculin. Hisuian Voltorb. Reverse Hollow Leafeon, let's go. And Magnazone. I feel like I pull this guy like all the time. Like all the time. I know. I know. I just want to put it in a deck so I can have a purpose for him. <laughs> there's a there's a Dialga deck for him. <laughs> yeah, it's a big top twelve in uh late night, so yeah. that's kinda cool. Go with them. We got Nate Nine Dick Seven X Ray Zebra Dick Dick Cock X Ray Big Seven Moles. I don't know what I was going with that, but we got Grass <laughs> Energy, uh, Kira Grant. You could just look at it yourself. Oh yeah, you yeah, I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Switch Cart Cyndaquil Hisuian Quillfish. Hisuian Grolith, <laughs> Bergamite, we got Rufflet, oh, character rare, Hootoons. Let's go. Oh, see, uh, you can't so, tell. Even the one I, because I pulled one earlier this week and had a really bad line. This one has two lines in the center. It's kind of a oh bummer. Oh my goodness. Why can't it's I get clean? It's such a pretty card, though. Yeah. And that's a double-decker <sighs> taco. It's a Rampardos. Rampardos. Yeah, why is he why is he a hollow rare? What does he do? Two forty for two fighting. If your opponent has three or fewer cards in their hand, this attack does nothing. <laughs> yep, yep. It's uh, it's a GLC card. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fun. Fun times ahead, everybody. I'm right, like, is this a Palkia or a Samurai pack? This is a Samurai. All right, we got gas. Alright, we got Nipples Harry Harry 9, Kite 9 6, which is really unfortunate. Queef, Lesbians, Balls, Yellow. <laughs> Damn it, I did it again. 9, <laughs> Xavier. 
<laughs> it's late, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got darkness energy. Choi. Quilava. Hey, there you are. Hisuian Heavy Ball. Oh, I'm throwing ah. away cards. Sorry. Swine Up. Hisuian Quillfish. God damn. Uh, it was Petalil. And then we have Shaman Reverse Hollow. <laughs> uh, Nicket. Hip hop da bop Then there's the Reverse Hollow Shaman. And oh, Hisuian oh, Lilligant V Star, let's go! Hey, that that's uh that's not too bad, everybody. That's not too bad. So, uh, question of the week: What are we gonna get for the Hisuian uh, Lilligant V Star Magnazone Hollow Hoot Hoot character rare and a Rampardos Hollow rare? What do you got, intern? Oh. Boy, what do I have? What is the card that I believed is not effective coming from the Pokemon Go set that we talked about before the break? Wait, wait I think we talked about it in the middle of the break. No, I don't think we did. I, f I believe we did. It's an item card. It's a stadium card, I mean, right? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. The stadium yeah, card. Yeah, but now now we've given it away. <laughs> yeah. I've, I talked about it in break, though. I didn't talk about it in the before we left. No, because we talked about it when I talked about Egg Incubator. And then oh. we mentioned that we talked about Egg Incubator before the break. Oh, man. That makes sense. Because we were talking about the world's format. My bad. Not bad. Anyways, new question of the week. <laughs> what is Aaron doing instead of being on the pod tonight? Yeah, there it is. Oh, that's 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 beautiful. Um I know it's a holiday weekend and uh this is this is a shout out to our Patreons. Um I'm gonna try to do the hangout tomorrow. Uh so or tonight, where whenever you're listening to this. So um if you have time, I will be I'll update what's going on if i can pull it off if not it will definitely be next friday um we'll, we'll pull from there um we'll have our both raffle giveaway because um we weren't able to schedule a, a good time for last month so we're gonna have back to back on that so uh just you know follow the stuff on discord i'll get that stuff straightened away but i uh, appreciate all you guys i hope you have a safe holiday weekend enjoy some fireworks eat some good food uh have some drinks if not, if you don't drink, have some good cola, Mountain Dew, whatever you do with your life. Um, enjoy it because America is a little weird right now. And to, to have like a celebration of this amazing country um, with all the shit that's going down feels kind of weird. But um, it shouldn't stop you from having a good time with you, the people you care about. So we, we got that going for it. But... I uh, didn't mean to get all sappy there. But uh, real quick, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, make sure you hit that five-star, five-star pets on back. We deeply appreciate it. And um, both of them hit the follow button, subscription, notifications, whatever, so you know when Pokedads drop. Uh, we didn't do a Twitch thing tonight because of uh, everything that was going on with Finn. But normally, 
9 p.m. Central Thursdays on Twitch, which I am going to start streaming more because we need to, right? We need we more we need more of you guys understand that the Pokey Dads do do things outside of this podcast. So that's our goal here. And um, if you'd like to help in any way and become a patron, uh, it's just patreon.com slash TCG. $2 a month gets you in our Discord, gives us all the fun stuff, gets you in the tournaments, gets you all of this stuff. Um, any little dollar helps uh, keep the lights on here, and we deeply appreciate it. <coughs> oh, anything else, Drew? Uh, and a quick shout-out to everyone who has subscribed to Katana TCG on YouTube. I just hit 100 subscribers, and after using this channel for, like, four to five months, I am absolutely thrilled with uh, the amount of success that it's had already. And I'm very, very thankful for every single one of you who have watched one of my early deck previews or other videos that I've posted there. Uh, I look forward to uploading a lot more to there soon. And, yeah, just really thank you. And if you don't already subscribe to Katana TCG, make sure you check it out. I have a lot of cool videos there of uh, decks that are currently in the format and that are coming out in the next couple formats. Most definitely. And if you do that, make sure you uh, you, you hang out at the Pokedads page and do the same. So we don't want him catching up to the dads too quickly. <laughs> at, at our whopping like 230. We're okay. You're all right. You're, you'll get hey, we did it. <laughs> As always, I'm Pokedad Rick. And I'm ready for bed. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful morning, <laughs> afternoon, evening. Um, go get some Pokemon Go stuff. Uh, don't be a scalper. You know, let other people open the set. Yeah, I know it's going to be scalp heavily because of the Radiant Pokemon of Kanto starters. But, you know, enjoy it. Um, take Drew's word for it that it's fun to open. I haven't opened any yet, but uh, I might swing by um, uh, Geeky Comics over the weekend and... Uh, open a couple things just uh you know just have a good time just to give a good time yeah right. no, it is super fun there's so many fun relatable pokemon in that set to open like every pack's a banger boom all right aaron sign us off and may your pools be grass pokemon deuces Anyways, and then probably I'll talk about Zach Levine for like five minutes. <laughs> that motherfucker. Um, he's our, you could call him our 1A or our, or 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 A2 uh, basketball player for the Bulls. Um, oh, okay, he's a, got it. He's a free agent, and there was mm-hmm. all pointing that he was supposed to sign at the, uh, like, a start of free agency, and there was mm-hmm. nothing. Gotcha. Um, so it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. Uh, <laughs> there's not really a lot of teams that can offer him a lot of money, so, but uh, the Bulls haven't signed anybody to help the team, um, Anyway, I'll, I'll just talk about it when I get to it. Uh, okay. oh, 